Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have my daughter, Shelby, who uh, you're not supposed to say women's ages, but she is still in her early 20s. So, 23. Um, 23, which is, just I'll just say, quite a number of years younger than me. So praise God, Shelby. It's good to have you again today and really enjoyed your first message. And we're going to go to Lord in prayer here and get started. Father, we are so thankful. You are a wonderful God. And we thank you that you're not dead, Father. All these other gods out there people serve are either dead or they're going to be. And there's no hope in their future. But for us, we serve a God that's living. And we're so thankful, Father, that Jesus didn't just die on that cross. On the third day, he rose again. He's seated at your right hand. And we're so thankful. And we're thankful that you gave us the Holy Spirit to be in us and upon us. And he's our guide, our comforter, our helper. We're so thankful. We come ready for the word today. Thank you for Shelby. Speak through her, Father. And we're ready to apply it to our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, Shelby, I'm going to kick it over to you. Thanks, Dad. So I want to do a quick recap of what we talked about yesterday. I love how in Joshua chapter 24 that it tells us to choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. So God gives us a choice on whether or not we're going to serve him. He doesn't force us to do anything. And in the New Living Translation with the in Joshua 24, it says we're to serve him wholeheartedly. And so I don't know about you guys, but there's times in my life where I definitely know that I could pick it up in my relationship with Jesus. You know, we're not perfect and and we make mistakes and, and maybe there's things right now in your life that are distracting you from the Lord. But I'd like to start by reading Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 24 in the New King James Version. It says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. So maybe at this point, you've realized that there's some areas in your life that are pulling you away from God, or or maybe there's something you're putting before God. As believers, we're called to put God first. He should be number one, even over our family and, and over our job. But, you know, we make mistakes, right? And so that's what I love about these verses in Lamentations. It says that his mercies are new every morning. You know, God forgives us. He's he's a merciful God. So when we screw up, all we have to do is what 1 John 1, 9 says. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So all we have to do is confess our sins to God and repent, which means to turn away from sin. You know, kind of a side note, but today in the world, I think a lot of people struggle with this is that some churches or supposed churches are teaching that you can just sin all you want and just, you know, it doesn't matter, just live however you want. But the word repent really means to turn away from sin. So God knows we're going to mess up, but we shouldn't on purpose continue to mess up. We should repent, ask for forgiveness, and then try to live clean and to live for him and live strong for Jesus. You know, the Bible doesn't give us the permission to sin. It's the Bible all through it. You see God's trying to get us out of sin. And so that's just kind of a side tangent there. So God's a merciful God. And I love that about him. 
I think it was Joyce Meyer or maybe another famous preacher that says in this verse about how it says our his mercies are new every morning. Well, that's because we used all of yesterday's mercies up. Amen. So thank God for his mercy. Yes. Another thing I love about this verse is that it describes God's faithfulness. It says, great is your faithfulness. He is so faithful and he's faithful to us. And we need in return to be faithful to him. You know, as imitators of Christ, we need to live strong for him. We need to be completely committed followers of Jesus, not just casual Christians. We need to be on fire for him. And to talk a little bit more about that, kind of like we did yesterday, Revelations 3.16 says, So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And lukewarm, according to dictionary.com, means moderately warm, tepid, having or showing little zeal or enthusiasm or indifferent. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want God to say that I am indifferent to him or I'm moderately interested in him. I mean, that's a slap in the face. He's the creator of the universe. He gave his son Jesus his life. He shed his precious blood on that cross. And and I don't want God to spew me out of his mouth because I'm offending him by just kind of being indifferent to him. I want to live on fire for him, and that's what that's what he desires for how he wants us to live. Amen. You know, Shelby, I was just thinking about, I know you got more to cover there, but how amazing how the Holy Spirit will bring up scriptures and how, you know, we didn't talk about your notes or your message at all, not anything about it. And so I had no idea you were going to bring up Revelation 3.16, but the Holy Ghost did. And so hope all the listeners take that one with an asterisk next to it, with a special point, right, on on just not being lukewarm for the Lord. So go ahead, please. Thank you, Dad. Next, I'd like to read Luke 6, verse 38 in the New King James Version. It says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, it will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So God is a God of sowing and reaping. So we will reap or receive what we sow, just like you plant corn so that you, or plant the seeds so that you can get corn, just like farmers do when they harvest their crops. It's the same way in our, our relationship with Christ. We, so if we want to grow in our relationship with Christ, we have to sow the necessary seeds to do that. So I want to talk about four ways that we can grow in our relationship with Christ. Number one is to spend time in prayer. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So this verse, first off, it says we're to humble ourselves. You know, it's an honor to go to God in prayer. So we're, we're to be humble and to pray and seek his face. You know, a prayer... Some people want to make it really complicated, but it's really a conversation with God. Conversation is designed to be two-way, right? So we should spend time praying and talking to Him, but then what's really hard with the busyness of today's world is to take time to sit there and to be still, be silent, let God talk to you. You know, in the Old Testament, God would sometimes speak audibly to people, But in today's day and age, a lot of times the way that the Bible describes him is he has a still small voice. So it's not this loud, booming voice. He could do that if he wants. So if we get really busy and caught up in in life and we're putting other things before God and we're so busy and we don't take time to just be still and listen to the Holy Spirit, then we might not get what he's telling us. And so it's really important 
to remember that prayer is a two-way conversation. God designed us for fellowship in the Garden of Eden. God went down and he walked and fellowshiped with Adam and Eve. That's why he created us, is he wants to fellowship with us. And so prayer is one way it's really important that we fellowship with him. A second thing that's really important if we want to grow in our relationship with Jesus is to spend time in the Word or the Bible. Deuteronomy 8.3 in the Amplified Classic Edition says that he might make you recognize and personally know that man does not live by bread only, but man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. So we got to study our Bible and become intimately acquainted with the Lord. If we want to get to know Jesus, we got to study the word because Jesus is the word. Some people think that, well, just men wrote the Bible, but the Bible was inspired by God. Jesus is the word. And so if we want to get to know Jesus, we have to read our Bible. And so we'll finish up tomorrow and go over the other two points on how we can grow in our relationship with Christ. But we'll, we'll stop here for today. Why don't you go ahead and pray for us, shall we? Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to dig into your word. It's an honor, Lord, to be a believer and to have the opportunity to serve Jesus. Lord, help me to live strong for you. Help our listeners to live strong for you and to choose you every day and to repent when we mess up and to then move on and just keep serving you with our whole heart. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Shelby. And folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.